Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus life. My name is Josh. Hey, I'm Andrew, and we are This Jesus Life Podcast. Josh, my friend, it's good to be back with you. How are you doing today? And do you have a delicious cup of coffee you're going to be drinking while we're doing this? I do, actually. Nice. Uh, I got me some Wandering Bear. Ooh, some Wandering Bear. That's the cold brew you love, right? Yeah, they uh, nice. they should sponsor me. Actually, that would be fantastic because it's not cheap. Wandering coffee, Bear, it's cheaper. If you're listening, than going to Starbucks every day. Actually, here's the thing: if they sponsor you, they need to actually sponsor both of us because I love coffee. Wandering Bear, I've never tried I don't even your need product. To be sponsored, you yeah. could just send me free stuff, and I'll talk about you all the time. I talk about you already. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Like, but we could uh, we could get a link going we could be sending because we we talk about dwell as a as a sponsor you know a partner for our podcast but dude coffee is like right there i'd be down for that like if you listen to podcasts you should probably be drinking coffee too you know that's how i feel about it yeah yeah man i love coffee and my Uh my daughter is about to turn four and my other daughter is um like this week, actually, my other daughter is uh, not quite two, but I was just telling Josh before this, my younger daughter has realized how to push our dining chairs around because we have a wood floor, so they slide very easily. And she can like push them right up to the counter and climb onto the counter or get things off of it. So I need coffee all the time, Wandering Bear, just to keep up with my little girls because they're That's constantly uh, getting into something, you know, so hook That's us up fair. and, and us just up. to, well, this is, this is twofold. This is one to help convince wandering bear that maybe they can make a little <laughs> bit of money off of us, but two to celebrate the fact that we passed yes. 50,000 downloads this last 50, week. 50,000 downloads. That blows my mind. That totally blows Love my mind, downloads. man. Yeah, I mean, and that doesn't include I, the however many episodes existed before we no. moved to the platform we're on right now. No, it's that's so awesome. So well done, Josh. I don't know. I think you probably did about twenty to thirty thousand of those downloads. I uh, I've not been great at it, so I did probably ten thousand. So for the you know five to ten thousand actual listeners, thank you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. No, dude, it's crazy. Uh. It's crazy. It'd be this so podcast much work. Down, yeah, it, that would not be worth it at all. Not at all. But we're glad you listen if you listen. So thanks, people. It's mind blowing that the episodes of our podcast have been downloaded 50,000 times. Thank you. 50,000. That's a lot of times. Yeah. I just assume there's like one super fan out there that just keeps listening to us over and over again. And they just haven't yeah. let us know yet. But let us know. Yeah. We'd appreciate it. Right. Right. Dude, um, what's been going on in your week? How you doing? What's up? Yeah, I've uh, been doing good. It's uh, It's been a busy week. I was off Monday because uh, our church plant was gifted a trailer full of equipment. So we drove up to uh, Washington State, uh, which nice. is like 17 hours for us, um, to pick up this 24-foot trailer. Did I send you a picture of the trailer? The trailer's huge. Yeah. You know, you did, but I couldn't tell how big it was. I you said it's, uh, it's big, yeah, yeah. I'll have to send you another picture, but uh, it is a ginormous trailer packed to the gills from front nice. to back. So, wow, uh, good, good trip, long trip. 
uh, drove back Monday, was ready to sleep for days. Uh, but yeah, uh, other than that, is catching up on work stuff that he missed, and then you know we yeah. we start monthly services in a month and four days. Wow! So we're we're pretty pretty slammed and busy. Plus, you know, community groups just started a couple weeks ago, and getting them yeah. off the ground again, and getting our leaders up to speed, and we're at that place where hey, we can't do all this by ourselves anymore. Yeah, um, we have to start expanding things. We got to figure out what lanes our leadership is going to run in, um, wow. so we can just run and we don't have to talk about everything. Uh, That's cool. But yeah, we're it's exciting times, terrifying times, but exciting times. <laughs> yeah, Ex- terrifying, as our friend Alan would say. Um, yeah, dude. And hey, people, if you are in uh, the Colorado Springs area, uh, come November. The first weekend in November, uh, Hill City will be having their first in-person services. So you could get connected yep. into that if you are excited to. So, yeah, man. Check us out. Hillcity.church. Hillcity.church. Dude, um, this week has been just packed to the gills. It, we're actually recording on the weekend, which we usually don't. You guys probably don't know that, but we usually try to record during the work week um, days if possible. Uh, this week it wasn't possible and we had, uh, so we are still, we're supposed to get a little more of the hurricane Ian storm. Um, here it's just been rain and like a little breezy, but not bad because we're far enough from the coast that it's all good. Um, but we, we were going to do a camp out for Catherine's birthday on Saturday night. Uh, but we had to shift it back all of a sudden to Friday because tons of rain was coming. So like Friday at like 1 a.m. rain started pouring, but we have our pop-up camper. So we're like, as long as we're in the camper by the time the rain starts, we're fine. So we uh, had a couple of the cousins over uh, and had a had a camp out. It was super fun. But having that like on top of the work week and needing to like switch real fast and get the camper set up and all the things Friday, it's been a whirlwind, man. It's been a whirlwind and there's really no signs of, of slowing that down anytime soon. Uh, but I guess such is life, you know, such is life. And at least (laughs) if I was in Colorado, I'd be supporting Hill city. I'd be, uh, I'd be a part of it. Uh, at least I'm not starting a church on top of just busy life (laughs) because my goodness, it seems a little hectic. So I'll be praying for you, my friend. Yeah. Uh, The benefit is, is I'm not doing this alone. Like we have a great team. No, you're Uh, not. We have great, great leaders, uh, in place. And, um, it's, it's crazy. I was talking to a buddy yesterday about it all. And it's just crazy how God orchestrates certain things that like, you know, we've known we needed worship leaders. Uh, we need people to lead worship for yeah. us because, I yeah. don't know, worship's kind of a a, a yeah. pillar piece of a service. Um, right. And the fact that, like, God has brought them, which is kind of mine. Like, we didn't go looking for them. They just kind of showed wow. up. Wow. Um, and, you know, there's even others that are kind of in the wings right now. So we'll, we'll see where that all plays out. But it's cool. Um, then we have we already have teachers, a part of, like, not just, like, people that are, that could be gifted in teaching that are going to give it a shot kind of thing. Right. Uh, but like vet veteran teachers, people that have preached for wow. a long time uh, wow. in a part of our community. So there's just a lot of weird little things of like services to us. They're not important. <laughs> like we do them because they're part of the American church. They're a great front door, but it, it, 
it doesn't necessarily help our strategy of what we're trying to do as we try to make disciples. Yeah. And if we could get away with, um, you know, not doing services and just doing, you know, community gatherings and gatherings from, you know, every once in a while for vision and those types of things, we would. Right. Um, but, you know, we live in an individualistic society and the amount of time that it takes for a relationship to be built and for a relationship to foster, you know, spiritual conversations and get to that mm-hmm. place where you would invite them and they feel comfortable, you know, to come into a community. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's, I can cast vision, but like you're talking years and years to cast vision, your people to keep it up. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know if I can pull that off. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not that gifted, but <clears throat> yeah. So it's, it's cool. It's cool to see. And yeah. it's cool to see that God's taking care of the things that, you know, aren't necessarily super important to our, you know, overall strategy, but at the same time, uh, are, are things that we have to have and have to do. So it's cool to see him yeah, just man. put these pieces in play. And then the trailer trailer showing up full of equipment. Yeah. Like we're trying yeah. to calculate it all up and what's in there. It's probably like 15, $20,000 worth of equipment. Wow. And then the trailer on top, wow. that's probably another 15 grand wow. uh, minimum. Dude. So you're talking, you know, almost 30, $35,000 worth of stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, was given to us so that's pretty crazy Man. too saves us a lot yeah. of money yeah spend yeah and things. a lot of time spent fundraising for things that honestly would not be that fun to fundraise for like guys we need yeah. chairs we need a projector yeah. we yeah. need whatever you need you know so that's that's so awesome man that that other church hooked you guys up I, uh, yeah that's what's up I know uh, you had a little bit of uh, of woes getting it back to Colorado but you made it you know, a truck still intact, everything intact. You're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just became an adventure, a story that at one day we will joke <laughs> about and it will be funny, but you know, right now it's not super funny. So it's too we'll unfun. We'll it's too unfun yeah. in the moment. Yeah, man. Um, a lot of great, cool conversations. I think a lot of cool. even just relational healing, I think happened on that trip good. as well. So it was a lot of cool good. things. That's what's up, man. That's awesome. I love when you can uh, when you are seeing God move in the things that uh, might not feel that fun in the moment, but you can immediately realize what's happening through it. That's what's up, sure. dude. Um, sure. I gotta ask because uh, I don't know the answer to this. Are you watching Rings of Power? Have you checked this show out on Amazon yet? I've never even heard of this before. What? What? Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, is Dude, this the new Lord of the Rings thing? It's Lord of the Rings. Yes. It's okay, the, I'm not okay. a Lord of the Rings fan. Man, it's really good. It's really good. Jan and I watched, uh, I think, episode seven of eight. They're releasing like one a week, you know, uh, right now. And there's like eight episodes in the first season. It's really stinking good. She likes the movies, but does not like the books. But... It doesn't even matter if you've read the books or seen the movies, honestly, because this all happens like when, a thousand years before the Lord of the Rings before, is set. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like the Sal, like Sauron story, the evil dude, like how he rose and made the rings and all that. The eyeball? So, uh, well, him in the flesh, like before before he was the eyeball, all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, okay. man. Pre, so there's no, we're talking um, what's his name? Billboard, Bill. Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo. What's the <laughs> Bilbo. Dude, you just you just lost us most our listeners. We're sorry if you're Lord of, Lord of the Rings fans. I am. Oh. I know his name is not Bilbo. Oh. Uh 
Bill Poor Baggins. Dude. All right. Next topic. Next topic. We got to move on before we just offend everybody with the. I don't, I don't do that kind of like, it's not my genre. What's his name? Fredo. What are they trying to break that wand or something? Is it Fredo? (laughs) Just kidding. Frodo. I don't know. Uh, Frodo. I was like, I don't know his real name. (laughs) (laughs) I've, I've probably seen the first movie maybe once, maybe twice. Wow. And I've seen the other ones, like parts of them. And that's as far as I've ever gone. Just not my my thing. That is offensive. That is offensive. But on a, to on me, a higher, even better yes. note, uh-huh. that is much more exciting. And I would assume yes. this is the type of listener that we have. So email us and let us know. Uh, hockey is starting <laughs> in just two weeks. <laughs> okay. Email us and tell us, do you care more about hockey starting or the rings of power you, going? You don't even Where have, are we at you on what, this? You don't even have to reach out. You don't have to reach out and tell me. I know that you love hockey more. You just know already. Yeah, you're podcast. positive. I do. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. You're a big fan. That you've been you've been following the Avs preseason games and watching oh, our, man. You know, our 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 depth talent and all that fun stuff and see who's you know yeah. coming. Right. up and comers. I know you've been watching right. them all, and right. you're excited for. I don't know mm-hmm. when, when the date the actual season starts for everybody. I don't think we open on. But our first game is uh, Wednesday the 12th. So we're just right around the corner. Nice. Um, the downside nice. is, is I lead a community group that night. Uh, I'm thinking the game's at 730. Our community group starts at 630. I think I can knock out our community group. In a <laughs> um, so everybody's out of my house by the time the apps game starts. Dude, That's just start. Just start. Just handle all the heavy stuff in the first. Be like, guys. Uh, I'm trying something new. I got a large timer and uh, I know we're here to build relationships. So I'm going to go ahead and set 45 minutes. <laughs> I, like as soon as the first person walks in the door, just have that countdown yeah. going, man. You know, we've already and, started. Yeah. And reference it often, you know, like when somebody shares for a few minutes, be like, and you shared for two minutes and 14 seconds. Let's speed it up. One people. Of, <laughs> Let's speed the it the up. funny thing of that is one of our, one of our uh, guidelines for our community groups is um, like pay attention to how you affect the group. So like don't overshare. Right. Don't be the first one to answer. Right. Or give others the opportunity. Pay attention totally. to body language, all those fun things. Um, so I'll just I'll just link it back to that. Of like, hey, guys, let's just go back. I just want to make sure that, you know, 30 seconds max. That's all you need to be sharing. <laughs> what you're saying is probably not that important anyways. Um, let's just knock this out as quick what as What you're saying is not that important anyways. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so funny, man. And then they'd be like, "Josh, we know the Avs start tonight. You can you can leave our group." <laughs> they might, they might not. <laughs> when they start. Like, yeah. I don't even right. think we have that many sports fans in our group. Maybe one right. other sports right. fan, but he's a football fan. So, like, does that even count? Yeah, um, I would say yes, it does. Uh, <laughs> most of America would. Is football going on right now? <laughs> yeah. Is the season going? Yes. On? I'm just yes. Kidding. Don't okay. Uh, that's funny dude what is going on today what are we doing i know we've done 15 minutes of banter i feel like we moved moved the chains on our banter um where are we at what are we doing good good football analogy there thank you for you you. non-football folks there's Mm -hmm. chains involved in football that might be a shock to you there are yeah um yeah we uh we're in the middle of a series 
Uh, and I don't know how long this series goes. We still have a couple of names listed on our paper, but yeah, um, we'll see. We'll just play it by ear because that's this G's Life podcast. We don't do a lot of planning, unfortunately. Uh, we do but a we've little. been looking at just <laughs> a little bit, not a lot, <laughs> a little bit of uh, interactions that Jesus had with with different people um, yeah. throughout the Gospels. So, mm-hmm. and not even just the Gospels. I guess Paul's on our list too, but. Um, we started way back when I think it was like Nicodemus and Simon Peter, when God called Simon Peter and Andrew, uh, uh, Mary Magdalene. We had Zacchaeus last week. We, or I guess it was two weeks ago. Sorry. We didn't put an episode out last week, uh, was the woman at the well. And then this week we are talking about the rich young ruler. And if you're following along with us and you own a Bible, or even if you don't own a Bible, you can just Google these verses. Luke 18 is kind of where we'll be sitting today and where we get this interaction between this, this guy that's never really named. He's just called the rich young ruler mainly because mm-hmm. I don't know, probably some, you know, uh, someone along the way just named this story that it, that, that term doesn't actually exist inside of here, but um, just this interaction that Jesus has between a, a Jewish man. Um, we know that just by the way that he, you know, kept commands um, and uh, Jesus and kind of where he ended up being and the, the ask that Jesus had of him. Um, but yeah, we're going to kind of dive into this and talk about it uh, in a little bit more detail. Um, but before we get there, take a listen to this from our friends at Dwell. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form. And Hey, do you ever get tired of hearing your own voice in your head when you're reading the Bible? Yeah, my voice is lame. I need a new inner monologue. Have you heard of the Dwell app? It allows you to have scripture read to you by a variety of incredible voices wherever you are. That's incredible. Now, if it only had amazing background music to accompany it. Of course they do. The music calms the mind so you can remember scripture better. And you can impress people with all your Bible knowledge. My insecurities would flee before me. I will become the greatest Christian ever. You need prayer. You need prayer. We talk a lot about foster relationship with Jesus um, and maybe reading just ain't your thing. Um, Dwell is just a great uh, app that you can have right there on your phone. Re- you know, it's scripture read by people that are passionate about reading scripture, um, put to music sometimes to help you just focus and pay attention better. But it's a great tool just to start that conversation with God. Um, definitely check it out at thisjesuslifepodcast.com forward slash dwell. That's thisjesuslifepodcast.com forward slash dwell. Okay, one more thing about Dwell before we move on. So uh, they have all these sweet um, like playlists where it's like Bible verses about gardening, Bible verses about exercise, Bible verses about walking, like about silence, all these cool things where you can do like literal like playlists of curated scripture. Um, they also have all kinds of stuff like Bible in a year, and you can go chronologically by when it happened. You can go all this stuff. It's very cool. So yeah, definitely check out Dwell uh, if you never have. And you can always start a free trial and uh, and bump out of it if you don't want to roll with it. But I have a feeling if you're listening to us, you're probably going to like Dwell. Uh, that's It feels like a safe oh. assumption. And you're probably going to like coffee. It's so, uh, you know. True. That's yeah. what we're about. Wandering bear. Reach Wandering out. bear. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to say something, but I forgot what it was. So it's not that important. So let me make a joke instead. Uh, mm-hmm. Just so you guys know, there is a there is a playlist on chickens, and it's the playlist that Andrew always listens to. Um, while <laughs> it's he the only and tends one. to his chickens. It's the only and one. By I there to. is a playlist. I mean, there probably isn't. I might be lying, but it'd be funny. <laughs> Allegedly, there's a chicken care Allegedly. playlist. Yes. Yes. Allegedly. Hey, uh, Josh. Um, why don't other bears uh, hang out with koalas? I don't know why. They don't meet the qualifications, actually. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Now, now that That's we fair. are, let's do this thing, man. Do you want to? Do you want to read the story? Do you want me to? I think you should. Sweet. Awesome. Because I don't um, meet the qualifications. The qualifications. Um, sweet. Uh, let's do it. All right. So this is out of Luke, uh, Luke 18, starting in verse 18, 1818 says a certain ruler asked him, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered. No one is good except God alone. You know, the commandment, you shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony, honor your father and mother. All of these I have kept since I was a boy, he said. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, You still lack one thing. Sell everything you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When he heard this, he became very sad because he was very wealthy. Jesus looked at him and said, How hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? Indeed, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard this asked, who then can be saved? Jesus replied, what is impossible with man is possible with God. Peter said to him, we have left all we had to follow you. And Jesus said, truly, truly, I tell you, uh, no one who has left home or wife or brothers or sisters or parents or children for my sake or for the sake of the kingdom of God will fail to receive many times as much in this age and in the age to come of eternal life. So, um, my friend, what uh, what first thoughts do you have about the rich young ruler and kind of how Jesus interacted with him and treated him in this? Yeah, I think like, I think this story can be confusing mm-hmm. um, at first glance, like, um especially when we try to apply it to our own lives. I think it can be confusing too. Like you're looking at saying like Jesus listed off a, you know, a handful of, of some of the big 10. Um, and he's like, yeah, I've done all these things. And maybe you're looking at it too. You're like, well, I've never committed adultery and I've never uh, murdered anyone and I haven't stolen anything. And I tell the truth, you know, majority mm-hmm. of the time. And, and then, you know, you get dropped off of sell everything you have. And you're like, Whoa, wait a second. Like, are you serious? That's not fair. Like, Jesus, you ask a lot of things, but like, if that's what I have to do to be able to, in you know, inherit the kingdom of heaven, like, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Your ask is too big, um, and it's not. I don't. I don't think it's necessarily what he's asking. Um, you know, at face value, I think there's more. There's more to what's going on to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's really being asked. And over the last, you know, my dad passed away a little over a month ago now. Um, and I've done a lot of 
lot of thinking and, and processing on on that whole thing and you know where was god in the midst of it and where does god show up and um you know looking at you know in the midst of our weaknesses is where god's power is that's what he told paul um so i i think there's there's a level of dependence that has to be created on god and i think that's the point he was trying to get to um, mm. and this is where we probably do relate to the rich young ruler is we can do this life with with nobody's help really like we we can successfully accomplish life with without community without people around us um like we can we can figure it out we can take care of you know 99% of our needs by ourselves like we have the money mm-hmm. we have jobs that pay well um you know we can take care of most things um and that's and that's just the reality of most Americans. Like there isn't a dependency that's created, um, but the depth of relationship, like the depth of really experiencing what it means to, uh, to see God's power at, on display, like it comes from our weaknesses. It comes from our dependence and looking for ways to create that dependence. Like I, I think it's hard and I don't have the answers to it. I wish I did. I wish I'd be like, well, if you need to create dependence, then what do we do? Like, well, I'm only going to live off of this much money in a, in a month. Uh, it's just to have a yeah. dependence and I'm going to let my family go into debt because like, is that good or bad? I don't know. Does debt really matter to God? I don't know. Um, like there's whole, that whole thing of like, I don't think I have necessarily the answers, but I was reading this week in, in Mark um, and I read these verses and I, I think they relate, but I'm pretty sure at least three of the four gospels uh, account this reaccount um, this same uh, text, but um, Jesus just healed, or sorry, Jesus just fed the 5,000. And then not long after that, he fed the 4,000 and asked the same question to the disciples. Um, and the disciples were like, what are we going to do? We don't have any food to feed these people. And Jesus like, did I not just do this with 5,000 people? Like, yeah. what is wrong with yeah. you people? Are your hearts <laughs> that hard? Uh, and then he, <laughs> then here's another crazy story that we're not talking about today, but it's probably worth a look at some point. Uh, mm-hmm. Jesus heals the blind man. His first attempt doesn't work. <laughs> he has to do it again. <laughs> like, I don't even like. I've done a lot of research on these verses since I read them uh, earlier this week. Right, and right. I don't even couldn't even tell you what that means. Um, Dude, like I know God does set rules, and He lives by those rules. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe something else is going on we didn't see, and that's why He did it twice. I don't know doesn't really matter to what I'm trying to say. Um, and then Jesus predicts his death to his disciples. And he has that conversation with Peter, you know, and says, who do, you know, who do others say I am? Mm-hmm. Well, who do you say I am? Yeah. And then he gets to this statement. Um, this is verse 34. He says, then, uh, this is the NLT, by the way. Uh, then calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me. If you hang on to your own life, you'll lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, you will save it. Um, And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but you lose your soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? Is any, uh, if anyone is ashamed of me and my message is an adulterous and sinful day in these adulterous and sinful days, the son of man will be ashamed of that person when he returns to the glory of the father uh, with his holy angels. Hmm. Like, I think there's something to this in terms of like, we know that, you know, you've probably heard the the Christian phrase, like more of God, less of me, that, that mentality. 
but I, I don't think it's something that we actually live out. And I don't think I necessarily know how to live it out right now. Um, but it's a journey that I'm on trying to figure out of like, hmm. how do we create dependence on God uh, in a way that I don't know? Because then you're like, well, are you just being stupid? Um, are you trying to test God? <laughs> like, then you get into all yeah. those weird things of like, hmm. I don't know what to do. Uh, but that's been my prayer last you know month and a half is God, how do I create a dependence on you so I can see your power on display? Yeah, and it started with begging God to heal my dad, but um, he chose not to do that um, yeah. for whatever reason. We'll we'll find out someday. But um, yeah, it it started there of like God, I want to see your power on display. I know you can. I'm fully fully aware that you can. Yeah. I, I have no right. lack of faith that you can't. Uh, in any way, like you're going, you, you have the ability to do this. So it's like, yeah. where is our dependence uh, being created in our own lives so we can see the power of God on display because our weakness is now on display. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I don't I don't want to test God and I don't want to do something stupid that he's not asking me to do. Like there's mm-hmm. that piece of it too. Yeah. Man, that's good. Uh, and give us all the answers. Answer all my questions. Dude, I don't know that I have any of the answers. And uh yeah, I mean, but that's those are a lot of good thought like first thoughts and the dependence on God peace is real. Um I think especially in our lives, man, we live in one of the wealthiest country like the wealthiest country in the world, the US. Um we both have good jobs, both have nice homes, cars, all the things we need to to get by. Not just day to day, but like we're we're provided for, you know, and have have levels of security that make dependence on God a hard thing. And I think in that way, maybe we can relate to the rich young ruler uh, differently than than some might in reading this. You know, um, it's never like anytime I'm reading a story like this, and I I start to have thoughts of like, oh, that dummy, like. What was he thinking? What were they thinking? Like, that's maybe a moment to where I need to catch myself, you know, because like the way I look at this story um, or as as I was reading it and thinking about it, um, you know, he comes to Jesus and he's like good teacher. So first of all, he he's at least like, I don't know if this guy's straightforward, like if he's being sarcastic, if he's looking for applause in this question, or if he's just legitimately curious, like it could be either way. Like there's no, there's no sign that this guy is being, um, for lack of better words, a turd to Jesus. Like sometimes the Pharisees, it's implied they are not necessarily the case with the rich young ruler. He's like, Hey, good teacher. Like, Jesus, you are good. You're a good teacher. Um, Simple place to start, but like some level of respect there. He's like, what should I do to inherit eternal life? You know, this is probably an earnest question. He's like, what should I do? Like, I've heard answers to this in the past. I know what they say in the temple. I know what they said as I was growing up, like the Ten Commandments, all these things, the Torah. I know about that what should I do? I'm asking you because you're a good teacher, you know, and you, you give different answers than, than most. Um, and then he kind of goes to, into it and, uh, and, and Jesus uh, just explains like, don't commit adultery, don't murder, don't steal, don't give false testimony and honor, honor your parents. And the guys are like, Hey, all of these things I've done since I was a boy, you know, and, and I empathize with the rich young ruler a little bit because um, in this, Jesus gives a straightforward answer. He's like, here's, 
here's four rules. There's more, but here's here's four that matter. You know, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And the guy's like, sweet, you gave me a checklist. I've checked that off. I've known about that a long time. And then Jesus does what Jesus always does. And he he moves it from a checklist of behaviors to uh, heart level matter. <laughs> you know, um, he does this later when he's talking about adultery. He says it's not just the act of actually uh, sleeping with someone's wife. It's if you're, you know, envisioning it in your mind, if you're coveting in your mind, that's adultery. He, he always levels everything up. So in this, he says, oh, you're lacking one thing. Go ahead and sell everything you have and give it to the poor so you can have treasure in heaven. Like sell all the things on earth that make you special, <laughs> that you're the rich young ruler. You're a ruler of people. You happen to be rich. Get rid of half of that. Give it all away. Become poor uh, for my sake. And it's a heart thing. It's dependence like you're talking about. But but probably not an answer this dude saw coming. And I feel bad for him because he asked the question. <laughs> you know what I mean? He would have never had this beat down if he wasn't intentionally going to ask the question of like, it, it probably would have been a lot easier for this guy to just keep walking and be like, oh yeah, I saw Jesus on the street, but I didn't actually talk to him. You know, <laughs> instead he pauses, he asks the question and then he kind of gets made an example of, he does get made an example of and a, a lesson out of his response because he went away really sad. And we don't know if, I don't know if he did sell everything he had and give it to the poor or if he didn't. But it's really clear that he was kind of hoping that Jesus would stop the list there. You know, he'd stop it. Don't kill people. Don't steal. Don't commit adultery. Great. Check, check, check. We're good. You know, but then Jesus levels it up and, uh, and this guy goes away sad, at least contemplating why Jesus might have said it. And maybe he follows through and does it. I don't know. But uh, but it's a hard interaction to have. And this guy probably talked to Jesus for like five minutes or less. It's not like they hung out for hours and hours while they had this discussion, you know, uh, or at least the way it's captured in the Bible uh, doesn't seem that way. So I don't know. I feel for this guy because he was asking an honest question and I don't, I don't really get the sense that he was looking for applause. I think he was just curious. And when he got an honest answer back, he, uh, he might have been pretty discouraged because he's like, man, that's that's my heart. You know, for me, money has my heart. Being rich has my heart more than something else, which is why Jesus was like, if you're going to get God, if you're going to live out your life in the way that God wants you to, you got to replace that money in your heart and put God on his throne in your life. Um, and that's that's a big deal. So anyway, man, I know that was a bit of a rant, but I feel for this guy. Because it's a kind of a hard, hard response to get. Yeah. Well, and Jesus did too. Like, yeah. The account in Mark, um, sorry, I'm looking, Mark 10. Um, Jesus, it says it this way it says, then Jesus looking at him loved him and said, hmm. um, you know, you lack one thing. Um, like, there, there was compassion there. Like, Jesus understood. Yeah the situation that he was in, like mm -hmm. this was a big ask. Um, and Jesus understood that, but it didn't change that the ask had to be made. Right. Like, yeah. And I think the other big thing here too, is like, 
you know, it, it's the same thing Jesus asks of all of us. We talked about with Simon Peter uh, and his brother Andrew, but he says, then come follow me. Like mm-hmm. you've got to, you've got to put down the things of your life, the ways, uh, whether it's the ways that you can take care of yourself. Uh, I'm not saying you don't do those things. We have plenty of examples in scripture where, you know, the, the apostles took care of themselves, took care of their needs, worked for a living. Um, and we see the same thing, you know, in, in Acts two, where they were selling their, their possessions to be able to, to take care of those in need, but like to have possessions, you have to have some form of money to buy the possessions, right? Like God isn't against us making a living and God isn't against us taking care of the needs that we have. Um, but I think there's a dependence in there that, that we miss out on, um, when we, we don't choose to just follow Jesus, right? Yeah. Um, that we don't choose to lay down the ways that we think are right. We think the ways that, um, uh, the ways that we think the world should work or how it works around us. Like there's a death of dream, like that maybe there's things that you're chasing and things that you love and, and you want my dog, I think just threw up on my floor. Oh no. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> it's not good. Oh, that's not good. I'm just going to just gonna act like it didn't happen. Um, <laughs> hopefully it was on a blanket or something. Oh, my dog is going to pain. He's so needy. He's always around. Like he sits at my feet now. He, <laughs> I think he's terrified of life. Um, oh, and dude. that's where you should be with God. You should be terrified of life because <laughs> God can intervene. Like that segue. Uh, yeah, that's right. That. But yeah. I think there's a piece of like, there's going to be a death of you. There, there has mm-hmm. to be a death of you. Like yeah. you and God can't exist in the same vein. Uh, at least your will and God's will in the same vein. I'll say it that way. Um, because like you're sinful, like you, you're selfish. You're about you. You're not about the things of God. That's, that's natural for all of us. Yeah. Um, so yeah. in the process of changing that in the process of, of, um, us becoming the you know, people that God's called us to be and living life the way that God's called us to be. And I'm not talking about the behaviors necessarily of that, but more the mindset. Like, yeah, there's things that have to die. There's things that you may have been chasing. Shoot, I thought I was going to be a, a NHL hockey player, and I had to give that up to follow Jesus. Before that, I thought I was going to be a U.S. Marshal chasing fugitives because that sounded like awesome. Right. And I said, right. I'm going to be fugitive and fell in love. Um <laughs> But nice. then I learned U.S. Marshals actually don't get to chase fugitives. It's a very small chunk oh. of them. Most yeah. of them just transfer prisoners, and that sounded miserable. Uh, did, that was like not as Aaron. fun. Not as um, fun. Yeah. Con Aaron. <laughs> but, <laughs> we're dating know. ourselves, but that's fine. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, uh, so I, I think it, I think it's worth an evaluation, and like in our own lives, yeah. of just like where where am I not dependent on God? Like where have I created? Um, space in myself where I can, I can just take care of it myself. So maybe it's the way that you deal with anxiety, you know, or worry. You're like, mm-hmm. no, I just, I self-talk my out, my way out of it. Um, is, is, is that the, the method that Jesus wants you to be using? Were you following Jesus and leading to getting to that method? Hmm. Um, whether it's, you know, managing your finances, you know, mm-hmm. uh, how are you doing it? Did you, you know, ask Jesus and follow him in the way of doing that? Um, like it, it all comes back to relationship. Everything does. It comes back to relationship with God. Um, and he's got to lead that relationship. He's got to lead your sanctification yeah. process, your process of becoming more, uh, holy and more like, you know, who he's called you to be. But it's, it's the following piece that I think becomes the most important thing of in this area of my life, am I actually following God or am I just, am I able to do it with yeah. myself? 
Yeah. Uh, am I actually following God or am I just, you know, this is the operating system I'm functioning in and this such be like within our methodology of how we create disciples and disciple makers uh, as the end goal. Um, part of that, you know, process is what we call share. Like we shared new truths, we share new habits um, to new believers because the reality is the way they used to do life is no longer going to work. Um, there's mm-hmm. a new operating system that has to get downloaded. Um, and this is, you know, you show them, you share them like, here's the foundational truths of what, what we believe and where we're headed. And this is, you know, the habits that we live in. One of those habits being foster relationship with God, um, yeah. to get us to that place where we have a new operating system functioning inside of our lives so we can continue to mature, uh, and really understand what it means to follow Jesus and, and, you know, lay down your cross uh, in the process yeah. of doing that or laying down your desires and wants and mm-hmm. dreams in the process of doing that. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a, and I think for a lot of people, you just never got the new operating system. You thought two operating systems can function at the same time and they just can't like, they're going to compete with each other. Um, and one's going to win out. And my argument would be the one that's going to win out is you because you're mm-hmm. okay, God lets you control your life. Now in the end, God's operating system will win out. You're going to come back shocked <laughs> when you live this life your way and get to the end of it. And Jesus says, yeah, you did all this wrong. Um, and I would say the hope, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control, all those things come from, you know, doing life God's way under his operating system. But I think so many Christians try to run them both at the same time or give up on God's altogether and then wonder why, well, why don't I have peace in this situation? Why am I always yeah. worried about these things? Why am I always frustrated? Why am I always getting, yeah, because you, you never gave, you never gave up your operating system. You're just trying to right. live life your way rather than trying to walk with Jesus and let him lead a, a new yep. a new way of doing life. And I think we, yep. we miss that often too. But I think that's the key verse too is then yep. come follow me. Like Jesus yeah. saw compassion on this guy. He's like, yeah, I'm as sad as you are. Like I can't. Yeah. And then he goes into his, like, it's it's easier for, you know, someone, for a camel to go through an eye of a needle and for a rich person into the kingdom of heaven because yep. of this dependence, because of this, you have to give up so much more than those that don't have those things. Yeah. Uh, and that just and also life. also probably because you get publicly praised for lots of wealth in this realm, you know, like in this life, having a lot of money can get you access to a lot of things. Uh, in the kingdom of God, it doesn't matter. It's not it's not the main focus. It's not the pursuit. Um, so Jesus is probably like, man, I know I'm I'm being harsh. It's out of love. I'm being honest, not harsh. Um, and it's out of a place of love, but I know it's not easy to give up this thing that you've been acclaimed uh, for, you know, proud of and and had access to everything you always wanted because of, and that's money. But like that currency isn't the currency of the kingdom. That isn't what we chase in the kingdom. So give it up and come and follow me, you know, and you'll actually get treasure yeah. in heaven because of it. And not just a big old pile of coins, uh, but whatever that reward looks like, it'll be greater in heaven. Um, so that's at least yeah. a really cool thing is God, Jesus is like, anything you sacrifice for me, that's hard for you to give up in this life. Like you're going to be paid back for it in a way that's even better than you could expect in the life to come. So that's at least a pretty awesome promise too. Um, dude, I wanted to get, I know we're about to be at time here. I wanted to get really uh, practical with a few kind of tactics around this. Um, you mentioned, um, you mentioned like if you're working through worrying and anxiety and an example struck me, I don't often hang out in a place of worry, but 
the other day I was, uh, was frustrated about something that happened at work. Just this interaction I had with somebody that I felt like didn't go as well as it could have. And it like, it kept going through my mind and I kept thinking about it and wondering about motivations and where it came from and all this stuff that I don't know the answers to. I can't control. It's, it's okay. And we'll see what comes of it over time. But it kept going through my mind, right? Like kept being something I was thinking about and thinking about. And all of a sudden I just, I was setting up our camper. It was Friday. And I'm like, you know what? Like I just started talking out loud. I'm like, God, I haven't prayed about this at all. Uh, and I'm just going to tell you all the stuff I'm thinking about and why I'm feeling frustrated and worried. And, and please just take it from me. Cause I don't need to have this on repeat in my mind. It's not helping me. It's not helping that person. It's not good at all for, for me to do that. So I literally just, while setting up the camper talked out loud for probably 10 minutes, you know, and tried to like tell just like I was telling you, you know, but just told kind of God, like, here's all the stuff that's been running through my mind and why, and why I think I care about this and why I'm worried about this. And then just at the end, ask God, like, would you just take that worry from me and anxiety? And would you show up and how this resolves itself? Cause like worry is not for my good or that person's good, you know, but take it. And, uh, and man, it made a world of difference. So, um, yeah, if if you're listening to this, uh, maybe try that. If something's running through your mind and you're worried about, or if God's asked you to give something up and you're like, I don't want to give that up. <laughs> I don't want to do that. You know, start talking to him. Talk out loud like you're explaining it to your friend uh, sitting across the table. Mm-hmm. Find a quiet place and do that. Like sometimes for me, at least taking things into physical words instead of just praying in my mind um, makes a big difference to especially get something off your chest when you're praying with the Lord. So um, yeah, Mm -hmm. just tactical. If you've never tried that and you're worried about something, give it a shot. The worst that can happen is somebody walks in on you talking in an empty room and they're like, Josh is crazy. (laughs) You know, Andrew's Mm -hmm. crazy. This person's crazy. But Um, but what's likely to happen is you're likely to kind of meet God or experience God's presence in a little bit of a different way than maybe you do, um, most of the time, because that's what happened to me. So just wanted to share that, man. Yeah. And I'd add to it, like it it always comes back to relationship and relationship is the key piece of relationship. Any relationship is communication. Yeah. So like, you've got to talk through these things. I would, I would end that whole conversation with God of like, what's my, what do I have to do? Yeah. Like what's my place yeah. in this? And maybe it is nothing like just keep talking about it with me. We'll, we'll deal with it. Right. Or maybe it's, Hey, I need you to go back to this person and I need you to have yeah. this type of conversation or, or whatever it is. Like, don't, don't just give up. Like after, Oh, I let it all out. That's all I had to do. No, like you're an active participant in the relationship. God's going to give you key steps. And maybe, maybe that was the key step and he'll tell you that. But if there's something else you need to do, I, I highly recommend doing it. Or you're going to just find yourself back in that place. Uh, maybe it's dealing with an insecurity and it's a jump on off point that you start talking about whatever that insecurity is with God and, and let him lead in that, that area too. Um, but yeah, like, don't like, yes, great. First huge first step. You've got to talk about it with God. You gotta let it all out. You gotta talk through the fears. You gotta talk through all these things. And then don't don't let it just end there. Um, keep pushing into it. Relationship matters. Let God lead it. Um, and you're gonna be blown away where God leads you. And it may be a stretching thing, and it may be a simple thing. Like I always think of the the story with Moses 
you know, Moses was asked to go talk with Pharaoh and Moses gave him all those excuses of why he couldn't do it. And God didn't say, damn it, just go do it. Like I told yeah, you to do something, right, do it. Right. He said, I'll give you Aaron. Yep. I'll let Aaron be your, your spokesperson. Like even in the midst of our fear, um, even in the midst of our insecurity, like God understands it. Just like he saw, you know, the position of the rich young ruler and he loved him in that moment. Like he, he gets it. He's a, he is a loving God. Um, he's going to walk with you where you're at. He's going to push you. He's going to ask you to get outside your comfort zone. That's part of the process, but he's going to do it in the most loving way, encouraging way, and most uh, and what would be the most successful for you in accomplishing a way. Um, but you got to talk through those things with him. Like, don't don't give up. Yeah. Um, keep yeah. pushing in. Uh, keep talking yeah. about um, the things you need to be talking about. But yeah, totally. Yeah. Dude, rich young ruler. Uh, and if you're out yeah, there man. and you're like, Josh, I know how to create dependence in our lives and I know what it works and I know how Jesus wants us doing it. Reach out. Hello. This Tell is Jesus podcast.com. Yeah. I would love to know. Yeah. I'd love to learn. Um, it's totally. an area that kind of Jesus is stretching me right now. I'm, I don't necessarily yeah. have answers to it, but yeah. Um, yeah. Andrew, yeah. buddy, any final man. thoughts? Dude, just that. This is good. And I know we waxed poetic about normal life stuff for half of it, but I can't believe it's almost 50 minutes in. So thanks for doing this. Thanks for making it fly by. And uh, dude, I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. Thanks for listening, people. Peace. See you, buddy. Thanks for listening to our show. It really means a lot to us. And we hope that it helps bring you closer in your relationship with Jesus and with other people. And it also helps us out if you rate our podcast or leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also follow us on Instagram and the Facebook. Now, sharing this with your friends isn't just to get the word out of the podcast. We believe that we have the message of hope that's found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you sharing this has the ability to transform the lives of the people around you. We want to hear from you. You can email us at hello at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. You can message us on Facebook and Instagram, or you can just visit us at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. But seriously, thanks for listening.